It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, Eddie, you got it. Here we go. We do a podcast. Monday, Al. Oh, hi there, Jerry. Uh, I went to uh, Costco yesterday on a Sunday. Oof. All right, now hold on a second. Yeah. Did you get there right when they opened? No. Because that's a great time to go. No, I did not. Did you go there at like 5 o'clock, an hour before they closed? Great time to go. I did not. I went, went there. in the middle of the day? I got there at 1 o'clock. Are you nuts? Yeah, I was nuts. A couple of observations, Ugh. if I may, Jerry. Here's one for me. Yeah. Don't go there at 1 <laughs> o'clock on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Um, a couple of observations. One, a couple of times where I thought I was going to lose it. I, a couple, yeah, yeah, uh, yes. A couple of times I thought I was going to lose it. I looked around and saw people with small children in Costco. I was like, "Wow, sure. at least I'm not that guy." That is true. And I actually felt like one of the guys one time. It was this guy, his wife, two screaming kids, and I moved out of the way for them. And that the guy gave me a look like, "I wish I were you." <laughs> <laughs> and I saw that look in his eye. I was like, "You know what? Yeah, at least I'm not here with screaming kids." And then getting in the line, the big line oh. to try to get out. You know, to check out and just the screaming kids. Uh, thank God I never dealt with that. You know what's weird? They they haven't figured out, like you would think in all this time of Costco's being around, they still haven't figured out how to get people out. See, the one in Hazlitt is outstanding. Like the one here, I don't know how the setup is. There's all these lines, but... There's no organization. Like, once the line starts getting long, there's no organization. So the one in Hazlitt has a woman who actually will tell you where to go to try and make oh, it perfect. more organized. And they have – so they have – the checkers are there. Like, the the cashiers are there. But they also have eight cash-out-yourself yeah. spots, which I don't love until I realize that is true. But there's also someone walking around with a gun helping you and scanning real quick. Okay. And they go from spot to spot to spot. That is really – Help the process along. So your place needs to do all this. The problem with the self-checkout is most people are morons and can't self-check themselves out, even though they think they can. But that's what I'm saying. You don't have to. It's one or two people walking around with the gun. So you go to your spot and you just do your card. So all you have to do is scan your card. The person comes over with the gun and scans your entire shopping cart. And then they go to the next person and they scan it. It's great. That doesn't make any sense. It's all it's self-checkout. it it's no, it's not necessarily called self checkout as much as it's cashierless. The person's doing now. Once they're done, then you have to finish the transaction on the board by yourself. Hmm. This it, one, mine is clearly pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mine. I think when it first opened, it was supposed to be like that. Maybe they realized it didn't work. You've got two people with guns running from spot to spot to spot, and it's awesome. Well, how's that different than the going in the regular line? I don't understand. Because you don't have to put everything up on the conveyor belt. They're not scanning it. They're not doing the transaction for you. Their job is to scan everything for you. You finish the transaction. I go over here. I scan. By the time I'm done there, that's open. Next person goes. I come hmm. back. I scan. It is faster. And is there a limit to how much you can have in your cart to go in those lines? Uh, I don't know that. I've never had a situation though where someone's gone up there with a $600 order. Yeah. I, that I've never seen. Oh, I'm I've sure seen someone's done it. Yeah, yesterday was crazy. That. There was a huge line for self-checkout. Huge. And I know the mo- the morons can't figure it out and like stop and shop with two <laughs> items. So I knew that was the wrong one. Yes. And then there's just these enormous lines of chaos, like no one controlling the lines. Yeah. Oh, it is chaos. Just it's is... a great store, but there it does have its downfall. Then I then I had, you know, and the carriages there are just enormous. Yes, they are. Just enormous. And you don't realize until like I wanted to go put something back that I didn't want. And I like to put it back where mm-hmm. I found it. I don't just it was a refrigerated item too. I wanted to go back to the fridge. So I left the cart with Gina as I went. When you are navigating that place with no cart, you feel like a marathon runner. Yes. 
I was like whoosh, zipping in and out of dodging carts, dodging aisles. It's fun oh, though. It was so great. I, but not with that many people. Like, I, yeah, it was crazy. My time, I've always told you, my time to go, 2 o'clock on a weekday when the parents are waiting for their kids to come home from yeah. school and there's nobody there. And you can really, like, you can, it is a great shopping experience Here's when the, the store's empty. Uh, Gina gets offended if I go without her. And then Why? She, I don't know. Offended? Yeah. To I go wanted shopping to go. at yeah. Costco? I wanted to go to Costco. So go next. No, we got to, that's a team thing we you do. You guys are a very strange part of your relationship. Yeah. My yeah. wife is like, you want to go to Costco? Not really. Thank God. No, Gina's <laughs> like, you went without me? Oh, no. Yeah, oh, yeah, Costco. Now, if another... I went to Costco on the way home and told my Colt Kim I grabbed the list and went to Costco, I'd get the biggest hug when she came home and she would thank the hell thank me till the cows came home. I think because we have two different homes, she needs items for her home and I need items for my home. Sure. So she wants to go together. Or she could tell you what she needs. She could do that. That is true. Oh, waiting till one o'clock on a Sunday. Then they oh. tried to sell me on the um the wiener. They have like they have this other membership where you get cash back but you got to yes. pay so they had some guy going around trying to sell these memberships so he goes may i see your card while i was in line he scans he goes oh i see you shop here a lot you, i go i don't actually <laughs> i don't shop here a lot you're seeing incorrectly you're lying. i know this is your line but i'm here like once a month <laughs> i'm sure that would not work for you yeah it works for us we get a big check back at the end of every year Actually, pretty good. They give you a check at the end of the year. We get a check, but well, it depends on when you initial. We initially signed up in April of nineteen ninety nine. Okay. So our year ends in April. Okay. So like, and you get May, a fat check. We do. We get a check. And what know, do you get a check, a check for? It's basically, like six hundred bucks. It's like a rebate on you know stuff you've bought, the amount of money you've spent in the store. You so get when a, you, you spend a, a certain a amount, back. you get some back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you got to pay for our, that. I think our check this year was five eighty eight. But you pay for the thing as well. What do you mean? Well, like you have to. You... We pay one. We pay one seventy-five a year to be Costco members. I believe yeah. it is. Yeah. As opposed to sixty. Correct. Then you get the money back. Right. So why not just give me money back? I, they could do that. This they want good. more money up. You know why? Because uh, there are a lot of people that are going to sign up for that and not spend nearly as much as we do. Or a lot of people like yourself that don't think about it and say that sounds a great idea. Yeah. And then you get a check back for twelve dollars. Right. And they make out. I hate any type of like coupons. Or just, just give me the discount or don't. Like when I go to like CVS, Wall, do you have a phone number? Did it? I just stop. It's a pain in the ass. Everyone's got it. Now. Either give me or it's like you know this is the the these are uh, two for five dollars if you have your card. Well, you, well, just give me the goddamn. But then how are they going to sell your information? Because that's all it is. I know. It's so annoying. They you know make the, money on having the on making their informational lists. You know what the worst thing there is? And our, every one of the our company's websites does this, but they're clearly not alone. Mm-hmm. I just I would love to know what percentage of people that visit a website when the pop-up comes up, Clicks give us your it. email. What percentage of visitors give you their email? It's got to be less than a point oh one percent. Yeah, I why piss everybody else off? I wouldn't think by doing it right. I don't know. Pop up ads are the worst. I like when you go on like a website. It's like I was looking for jeans the other day. I go on a website. Pop up ad first. Give us your email. You get ten percent off. Well, I don't even know if I want your jeans. I yet. know. I then know. I click off it. Oh, you you don't want to save money? Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> Give it to me when I sign up, or don't give it to me. Stop. I know. I, I get God. that too. Oh, you know, you don't like to save money. No, I do not. No. Please move on. Not interested. <laughs> if you want to give it to me at the end, great. If you don't, f off. I don't care. <laughs> I want to. I just want a nice experience I'm when I go you. to a website. I also don't. I, I am fascinated by the websites. I don't know, like anything. Like uh, I was looking up over the weekend. Um, Easiest electric guitar to play for beginners. Okay. That's all. And there's a bunch of articles. Every article is just pounded with ads. Yeah. So the person who created this website, they made it so that all these ads pop up. And do they really make enough money on pop-up ads to annoy the shit out of everybody? Sorry. I, I wouldn't think to you annoy make everybody. Money on pop-up ads. I don't either. So I what w- are we still doing them for? I have no idea. You need to talk to to uh, Cheechester or Izzo or one of the uh, the internet guys. Because I didn't realize you make money 
You can make a lot of money on you, which I know you can make money on YouTube, but I didn't realize like the FAN account I think makes money on YouTube. Yeah, for which views. Is great, that's yeah, wonderful. Yeah. I don't know how that works though. I really don't like what the plateaus are, what the numbers are. Yeah, are the pop up ads? Do you get paid after it pops up a thousand times, or does someone have to click on it? Is it a click through? Is it a view? It can't be click. It can't be it. It agree. can't be because there's no way. There's no way that. But that's why I would love to talk to a web guy to understand will, it. Here's what I'd love to talk to. A web guy that will tell you the truth. Well, I think our guys would tell us the truth. I think if I found the web guy here and said, how many people, when that thing pops up on, if I go to 1010 wins and the thing pops up, give us your email, what percentage of people are giving you their email? If he tells me anything more than 0.05%, he's lying. Because <laughs> people don't do that. They no, just don't I, do it anymore. It's an, I don't know if they ever did, to be quite right. honest. When it was brand new because no one knew what they were looking at. Yeah, but by now, we're all smart enough. I agree. So all you're doing is annoying. Yeah. All we're doing, people with websites, all you're doing is annoying 100%. people going to the websites. Yep. It's making it frustrating. I don't even want to go online anymore Yeah. to look at anything. Well, and that's, again, that's why this YouTube is so amazing. Right. Like, I, I will tell you, I've come up with so much sound. Because it is a pleasure to go to YouTube now. So, like, the, like I got that LeBron and the Dylan Brooks clips today. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in the system. I'm like, let me go to YouTube and see what I can find. I know now when I click on Dylan Brooks, guess what I'm going to see? Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks talking. Right. And not have to sift through six commercials. Right. We're talking about ad-free YouTube. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. And I don't need people writing to me tell me I could get, store a pop-up blocker and not, I don't want ads ever about anything on my mobile device, yeah, on I, my laptop, on my iPad. I don't want it. I couldn't agree with you more. I totally agree with you. So I'm, 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 I'm with you on that. Absolutely. I've had it. Yeah, I know. I know, I know, I know. Uh, I know this is the part of the podcast where I tell you about a, a documentary I'm watching, Gary. Oh, my God. <laughs> this one is on Netflix. It's called Chimp Empire. It's a documentary about chimpanzees. I kind of got that in the uh, <laughs> in some forest somewhere. Okay, and it is just so interesting. First of all, where they have these cameras, I have no idea. It is incredible the footage they have of chimpanzees, right? And how they said we either share. It's in the nineties. The percentage of DNA with chimps, ninety yeah. something well, percent. Isn't that what we came? Where we evolved from? But J- Jerry, we are so close to being a chimpanzee. Yes. You could see it in their eyes. You could see it in their facial expressions. I know. We are, we are probably one chromosome away from being a chimpanzee. Right, that's probably very true. Or vice true. versa. That's, and yes. That's but true. I don't know what is going on with their butts. <laughs> their butts look like they're, they exploded. The outward butts. The outward sphincter on these chimpanzees. And they're not apes. They're not monkeys. Specifically, chimpanzees are right. where we share the DNA. And they got a whole different thing. The other interesting thing is, like, so many times ago, that's nature. Right. Right. But if a human does it, all of a sudden it's not nature anymore. It's disgusting. Right. So, like, for example, the alpha male chimpanzee mm-hmm. will every once in a while throw, literally throw his weight around just to show people, I'm, I'm the boss. He'll just go nuts in the woods and start ripping branches down, throwing things at people. To let other... you know yeah. he's there and he ain't fooling around. Meanwhile, if I did that here at work, I wanted to show him the alpha male and I'd start flipping computers over here, I'd be I'd be thrown out of here or and fired. Arrest, or arrested. Or arrested. Yes, that is very they true. They don't go, oh, that's nature. That's Al proven he's the producer and he's in charge <laughs> of the show and he's throwing <laughs> some things around. Or they'll be like, this chimp doesn't like this chimp, so they bully him and they they stomp him to death. Oh, it's nature. Okay, but if I do that to my neighbor, I'm a murderer. Well, I mean, you know the difference, obviously, is the brain. What? But we're 90-something percent of chimpanzees. But, we're not 100%, and we there's no communication, and there's no laws for chimpanzees. They don't speak. It's different. They I know have, what you're saying, but it is different. They have such facial expressions that really make them look like humans. They're, it's very close. It's I, very that's close. Not, that, there's no surprise there. It's very close. And it is pretty wild, actually. I want to read you lyrics to a song by uh, Bruce Springsteen called Part Man, Part Monkey, Jerry. Part Man, Part Monkey. Okay. Yeah. It goes like this. I'm ready. They prosecuted some poor sucker in these United States for teaching that man descended from the apes. 
Oh, this is about a guy acting like a monkey. <laughs> mm, okay. This is uh this is about a man who's behaving like a monkey, Jerry. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, we are so like when I see that, I feel like I'm watching humans. Well, like, they're very human-like. Yeah, and the narrator. First of all, it's very relaxing if you're trying to get to sleep. I know sometimes you have trouble sleeping. Yes. It, it, watching these chimpanzees and the guys doing the voiceovers talking like this. And these chimpanzees, they live to like till they're like in their 60s. Yeah. They go through a similar life stages as humans. When the chimpanzees are like 13 years old, they're going through an adolescence where some of them don't have friends, and it's sad, and they're like, Gus uh, cannot find a friend here in the jungle. And then Gus, they show Gus. And Gus looks sad. And it's a chimpanzee. Then another chimpanzee was the only the only uh, daughter right. of another chimp. And they go, but Samantha's had another baby. So, Christ, or no, Christine has had another baby. So Samantha's on the outs. Now she's paying attention to the new baby. Poor Samantha chimpanzee looks so sad yeah. sitting by herself how about that and they had another one where this uh gus is right. a chimpanzee who the loser he's a loser he doesn't have any friends <laughs> so he went up to who all the chimps thinks going to be the next alpha male mm -hmm. like he's rising up the ranks and he groomed him you know you, you look in the a monkey's fur for bugs and stuff and help clean out the monkey and they go gus is making a big move and grooming Adam, I think though his name is. Oh my god. If Adam reciprocates, that's good for Gus. So Gus gets done. Do you hear yourself? Yes. <laughs> this is what you watch this weekend. So Gus gets done going through and grooming Adam. Mm -hmm. Adam turns around and leaves and they go, rejection for Gus. So just to be clear. Yeah. Saturday or Saturday, Sunday, we know you did not watch the Nick game because you went to Costco at <laughs> one o'clock. When the Nick game started, my guess is you watched this chimpanzee documentary at 7 p.m. Saturday when the Rangers played the Devils. I actually watched Friday night. <laughs> when the Knicks played. Yeah, when the Knicks are on. <laughs> yep, I watched that, and I watched some Saturday and Sunday. It's really oh, great. Oh, that is fun. I'm sure Chimp it is. Empire. I'm sure it is. I'm still binging on the NCIS, though. So. Okay, yeah, that's the problem. When, you wanna, when you're watching yes. something that's got a lot of and seasons. And I'm only in season 10 of 20. So anytime I have free time to watch TV, yeah. I put that on if it's not a game. So I found I found time to watch two episodes this weekend of NCIS. That's it. Yes, okay. forty minutes of each. That was a I watched all of the Nick game. So for, no Friday night. Where was I Friday night? Think McFly. Think think think. Oh yeah. By the time I got home Friday night from Matthew's baseball game, I watched I watched the Nick game. Saturday night I watched every second Rangers Devils, and then and that's after I was gone all day. And then yesterday, because all the baseball was canceled because of the rain, I did watch the Nick game. I did watch some of the Yankee games flipping back and forth. And then before the Mets game, I didn't realize the Mets game started as early as it did. I watched two NCIS episodes, then went to Sunday Night Baseball at 8, not realizing the game started much earlier. It was the fourth inning already. So, yeah. So I didn't have time to watch chimpanzees. No, too bad. Yeah, sometimes sports gets in the way of uh, chimpanzee Depends documentaries. what you like. Yes. You'd prefer to watch chimpanzees, and that is your prerogative. I would rather watch chimpanzees Have in sex. the wild <laughs> rather than Knicks or Rangers. Wow. That's truth. I know it is. But I'll watch the highlights. I feel like I get everything in the highlights. Yeah, you, you do, but you don't. You get the nuts and bolts. Yeah, you get the nuts it's and a bolts. a lot of stuff that happens in the course of a game and a broadcast that can sneak past the highlights. Yeah. That is for Yes, that sure. is true. That is true. And you know that. Yes. But you get a feel for the game. You get a feel, but you're right. I, 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 yeah, you do miss. So, for example, I watched the Yankee highlights. Yeah. They did not have the Volpe error in there. How could that not be in was there? was not in there. That probably, well, you could argue, was the biggest misplay play yeah. of the game. Right. Because other than that, you can make every case it's a 1-2-3 inning, and Vlad Guerrero never comes up. Yep. Wow. They had, really they had the back-to-back -back homers. They did not have the error preceding it. That's amazing. It. Yeah. <clears throat> but again, like I'm, so I'm reading the articles, I'm watching the highlights and in the articles, you see certain things that yeah. aren't in the highlights and I go, okay, well, well, I'll see this in the highlights and then you don't, then you got to go back and look for that separately. Wow. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I'm doing with my time now, oh, Jerry, God. you're going to like this one. You know how I'm like on this new, this, uh, like ingredients kick yeah. where I'm like focusing on ingredients. 
well, amongst the ingredients people. The, the ingredient people, community. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say nutritionist because a lot of these people are not nutritionists. You become an alpha? I'm not an alpha okay. in anything. <laughs> okay. The one thing they all seem to agree on, Jerry, is seed oils are bad. Yeah. You've been telling me this for Yeah, months. and they're in a lot of things. So any oil that's not like olive oil is good, avocado oil, and coconut oil. Mm-hmm. That's it. Everything else is bad. Corn, canola, soybean. Veg- plain vegetable Vegetable. Oil. They're all terrible. Right. So there is a, you know, and it's very difficult if you go out to eat because these oils are in everything. Oh, of course. They're and in the, all processed food and all foods. And the giant amounts of butter that they put in food. and Yeah, of course. But even butter, if it's real butter... Even a butter, I'm good with that. But even even butter that's like a gigantic stick on that they put into your steak. As long as it's real butter really? and not okay. margarine, okay, or some other crap. If all it's right. real butter, I'm all real for butter's that. Real butter is good. All right, fair enough. Yeah, the ingredients people are okay with real butter. Got it. So it's very difficult to eat out at restaurants mm-hmm. not knowing. So somebody started an app called Seed Oil Scout. Where you can go on this app and see which restaurants around you do not use seed oils, as they've people have reached out to the restaurants mm-hmm. and they're told. So you're no longer going out to eat. <clears throat> so there's none down the Jersey Shore because this is a newer app, yeah, for sure. and it's big in cities. It's big in New York, L.A., okay. Chicago. So I said, I'm, and but you can be you can contribute to the app. So this is what I'm doing. Oh God! So they give you a form letter to email restaurants. Mm-hmm. That say, hey, I'm allergic to this. Yep. Can you help me navigate the menu where there's not seed oils? And I'm getting a lot of responses from restaurants. Unfortunately, none of them are good. (laughs) (laughs) But I appreciate them being honest. That is good. But I even went to this. There's a place, I won't say the name, is super fresh food. It's, they make bowls and it's, it looks, it's raw vegetables, some cooked vegetables, chicken or steak. It looks super clean. So I was like, oh, I would love to get these people on the app so people can come to this place and know that it's clean. So I wrote to them. They wrote back, seed oils. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Let me ask you this, though. All kidding aside. Yeah. If you're eating clean, so let's say you've got, I know you eat a lot of meals. You eat a lot more than most people because you eat every hour when you're here. But let's just. <laughs> I do eat a lot But in here. general, in general. Let's say four meals a day most people have. Yeah. Uh, to be completely honest. I mean, if you call a snack, a meal, whatever. Yeah. That's 28 times a week you're eating. If you yourself, 26 times a week, are super 100% clean, which it seems like you are, those two times to a restaurant, I don't mean McDonald's, but I mean a restaurant like you just talked about. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, does it really matter? If you're 26 out of 28, perfect? No, but you start to wonder, like, why can't... like that's cheaper. I know, but this but is... The, you, but you know the answer. It's but cheaper. You're pumping you... out more food. Yeah, but well, I think... olive oil compared to vegetable oil is a lot cheaper. Yeah, that, that's Like, right. a lot cheaper. Right, that's And if problem. a restaurant needs gallons of it, I mean, that will hurt their bottom line. And a lot of them are doing... So, even, like, Italian places, where, where you would think is all olive oil... No, they, I wouldn't think that. Right. They use a blend. So they cut the olive oil with canola oil sure. or some other crap. Yeah. It just sucks. I just think when you're going out to eat, you kind of know you're treating yourself. You're not doing it at home. Right. But then, but, but here's the thing. Then, like, when we do go out to restaurants, especially, like, if you're watching, like, well, I'm sure when Gio goes out now because he's into sure. eating right, you like to try to make good choices. I like to try to make Absolutely. good choices. It's kind of pointless when you go out. Make bad choices because even the good choices are not good. Correct. But you run into trouble when you're going out to eat four or five times a week. Right. That's, that is the problem. Six times a week. And I mean breakfast, lunch, dinner. I, mean, I have a lot of my friends that never eat breakfast home. They eat out of a truck. Mm-hmm. They eat the, the – the, as much as I like it, I don't do it very often at all. The Egg McMuffin through the <laughs> McDonald's drive through with a cup of coffee. Yeah. Then they're ordering pizza twice a week. They go out with their wives on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday sometimes to where I would say out of those 28 meals, 14 of them are not eaten in a house where it's clean. You're at a 26 out of 28 ratio. Well, if I'm not eating, so Friday night, dinner. And Saturday, Saturday right? lunch, Saturday dinner, Sunday lunch. Oh, you eat four I'm times. i like four times. I'm thinking, I, I was thinking dinner Friday and Saturday. Yeah. So that's a little different. Yeah, and I don't like that. But I and I and I try to make good choices, but it's impossible. It's very hard, very hard. And you are talking bottom line. I mean, you know, bottom line. If 
all of a sudden, and I hate to say this, but all of a sudden, if a restaurant like you're talking about does go to all olive oil. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they need to increase their meals $2 a meal, which doesn't seem like a lot. But they start doing that. The place down the street that's just as good, if not a little bit better, or the same, they're cheaper, you do start to lose people. You can. Right. You can lose people. Yeah. One of the things is funny, too. Like, you know, you go to, like, restaurants that have oil and vinegar on the table. Yes. That is not olive oil. It can't be. Yeah, I don't know. It's got to be garbage. It probably is. God. But I don't, it's funny. I don't think I've ever had oil and vinegar on a salad. Just vinegar. Like, I don't do Just the, the red I don't, vinegar. Yeah, I never understood that. Like, oil to me on lettuce does not taste good. <laughs> like, it really is. Well, like, lettuce doesn't taste good. It's stupid. No, but romaine lettuce I happen to like. Yeah. I do. I'm a romaine lettuce in a salad I like. I like sp- fresh spinach yeah. in a salad. very good, too. But with, like, balsamic vinegar. Yeah. Why am I dumping oil in it? <laughs> I'm not cooking it. I'm eating yeah. it. Yeah. I never got that. Oh, weird. That is weird. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right. Yes, uh, we'll be back here tomorrow on a Tuesday. This is what I'm told. This is what I'm told as well. And until then, so. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't Yeah, but this one's going to be really quick because there are so many things to get to. The Eddie Scazzeri, you're one of them. Nice to see you. And uh, across from me, his name is Al Michael Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. There's so much sports here, Jerry. It's nuts. Jerry, is there too much sports? Um, Maybe, because here's what I don't like. This happened last week with the Knicks and Rangers and Devils. Even yesterday, the Knicks are playing the Islanders around at the same time. Knicks, Islanders. And the Yankees are on at the same time. Yankees, Mets. Too much. It's too much, Jerry. Too much. Here's the thing. Uh, so the Knicks, since we last spoke, have played two games, Jerry. They've yes. played two games. And they won both of these games at the Garden. They did. Uh, they're up, what is it? They're up 3-1. They are. Over the Cavaliers. They go to Cleveland. That's not until Wednesday. Oh, I know. Come on. Now, I need the Knicks to win this on the road, right? Because... You don't want to have another couple of days in Knicks to get to game six of the Garden on Friday night? No, what I don't want is I saw the way the Knicks fans behaved after winning. Knicks and five! Knicks and five! Knicks and five! Knicks and five! Knicks and five? They were also doing bleep Trey Young. They were doing R.J. Barrett chants. They were standing on cars. And where is this? Is just outside the Seventh Garden, Avenue. right? Seventh Avenue. Yeah. I this saw video, th- specific video, was Seventh Avenue. Yeah, I saw people climbing poles. Yeah. Like, this was, this is, uh, I mean, it's exciting. Yeah. But is this to this the is, level we should be climbing poles? They didn't even win the series yet. No. Right. Even like this. NBA many, championship, you can climb a pole. Yes. I would even say Eastern Conference Championship. You want to you wanna go climb a pole. Like how you many, won something. How many series do the Knicks need to win right. to get to the championship So funny you series. say that because the video that I found, all these... Um, Chanson, where they were collecting uh, as a group, as they were doing R.J. Barrett and Obi Toppin and blank Trey Young, even though they're not playing the Hawks, and Cleveland sucks and Knicks in five. Funny how the caption said, Knicks take a 3-1 lead in the conference semifinals. That would be wrong. Um, that, that would be next. So you got to win this series, the conference semifinals, the conference finals, and then the NBA championship. Yes. you got to win 16 games. So if 
Yeah, got this three. is what I'm talking about, Jerry. They're jumping on cars. They're climbing poles. Yeah, and they've looked great. I mean, if you're a Knicks fan, they have dominated the Cavaliers. Aside from game two, like, they clobbered them this weekend. Friday night was a joke. And then yesterday, I think it was 75-75. In the fourth quarter, they were not good. They were all, Donovan Mitchell was terrible. And the Cavaliers couldn't shoot to save their lives. But the Knicks out-hustled them to every loose ball. They were more aggressive in the offensive zone. R.J. Barrett slashed into the basket. Josh Hart was great. Toppin was great. Mitchell Robinson was great. Brunson never misses. They looked awesome. But it's 3-1. So, but, but even if they win this, do, do the Knicks fans not think they're going to go very far? Is that why they're I don't getting, know. like, I don't climbing know. poles now? I, I, I don't know why you would climb poles after taking a 3-1 lead. At the very Alcohol, least. I guess. I would so. Oh, I hope so. I think it's some of the video I saw Craig took. I think I saw Craig was at the game Friday night. Yeah, didn't he take uh, Tommy to that or Paul Rosenberg or something? I don't know. Okay. I saw a video of Craig uh, patting a Knicks player on the shoulder on his way out. Oh, he wasn't climbing poles? Craig was not. No, this was still in uh, the garden. Okay. <laughs> and then I saw Craig take a video of people climbing poles and things. But Yeah. How does Craig get tickets to the Knicks game? <laughs> and, and I think he was sending Paul Rosenberg to the Ranger Devil game Saturday night. And I'm saying Craig was close enough that when a player walked by him, he patted him I on the shoulder. Know. I don't know. Uh, well, well. I thought he, these tickets are impossible to get. He is friends with uh, Mr. Dolan. Dolan doesn't I know I don't him. know. You're asking me a question. I don't know the answer to it. I don't know. I don't know. Some bougie businessman must have taken him as his date. <laughs> Maybe. That's my guess. That's very possible. Very possible. Yeah. I, but I don't know the answer to your question. Because be I know honest. celebrities go there. I saw uh, Daniel Jones and Rick Pitino at yesterday's Knicks game. They were not sitting together, Jerry. They were, right. they were separate, but the, all the stars came out. All the stars. I did see uh, Hank Azaria. Oh, that's what I'm saying, Sitting courtside. Jerry, yeah. I saw also next to Spike Lee was Gary V. Gary so, V. Oh, sitting wow. right next to him. All the big celebrities are out. They were, yeah, they were showing them. I thought the Knicks used to have A-listers. Well, uh, the Rangers had Aaron Judge and Anthony Volpe there on Saturday night. And I saw that kid from uh, American Pie was there chugging a beer on okay. the big screen. Nice. Jason Biggs, I believe. His Very name nice. Is. Very nice. These are not big celebrities, though. I yeah. I saw uh, the the king of Staten Island. What's his name, Jerry? The one who dates Pete all the Davidson. hot Davidson. He was sitting Pete courtside. Pete Davidson yes, was, was at the Knicks game. By the way, that's like, if you go to NewYorkPost.com, that's like their lead story in the sports section. That Pete Davidson shoved yeah. him. Overzealous Nick fan who kept trying to I hug mean, him. Who cares? Like, who gives a crap? Big story, Jerry. No, it's not actually. Did he get arrested? No. Did they get into an altercation on the street where they drew knives? No. Who cares? Like, who gives a crap about Pete Davidson People shoving somebody? I don't know. No, no. You can love him. No, I don't but know to why make that Pete, the lead story. People in the love post? Come on. that Pete Davidson's in, in the mix. Ugh. I also saw Knicks fans playing one-on-one basketball. <laughs> on Seventh uh, Avenue. Well, you never know when Tibbs might need someone. They dribbling and <laughs> they need someone to replace Julius Randle who didn't play. <laughs> Knicks fans are very overzealous. They're very excited. Listen, be excited. It's all good. But at the end of the day, you're up three one. Now, here's the thing that's interesting. Should they should they win this series, which I expect them to? Yeah. I think they'll win Friday. I actually think Cleveland will play much better on Wednesday. So you think Cleveland wins Wednesday? I do. I and think, then... and I think the Knicks will bury them on Friday night at the Garden. I do. So I think I expect the Knicks to win this series in six. I would be nowhere on. near the Garden on Friday night if that happens. Uh, no, I wouldn't. You wouldn't be. Of course not. Mm-mm. It's a Friday night. Bruce ain't playing, and it's the weekend. Good You'll be point, home. Jerry. What will be very interesting is the way the Miami Milwaukee series shakes out because I don't know what the hell's going on with Yana. I know he got hurt, you know, last week, which we talked about. Miami's up two one. If the Heat ever won that series, you're telling me the Knicks aren't beating the Heat. Oh, they're beating the heat, Jerry. So now Bring we could have some uh, pole climbing to do. We're going to start greasing poles like they do in Philadelphia. Like, I don't think the Knicks can beat the Bucks. I don't think they can. Be, I really don't think they can beat a healthy Embiid in the Sixers. But then again, who knows? The Celtics one would be interesting because they played very well against them this year. But go win this week, wrap it up, and let's see where you're at. So what's going on with Julius Randle? He's benched, He was Jerry? terrible yesterday. The Knicks were so good. So this was one of those fourth quarters where the ball was moving. They were aggressive defensively, um, slashing into the basket, getting to the free throw line. There was no need to put him back in. And it was, you know, a couple of times the camera showed him. He looked so disinterested. Even Barkley said on uh, TNT, he was like, because Randall did not speak to the media. He left without talking to the media. He had like seven points, a couple of rebounds or whatever. Didn't shoot it well like Mm, three of nine, three of ten, something like that. 
And Barkley essentially was like, you won. Just talk and praise your, you know, like, why? What, what were you upset about? If he was upset, I don't know. But for him to leave and not talk to the media after a playoff win seems kind of selfish. Right. After a big playoff win where we're climbing poles, we're stomping cars, we're playing hoops in the street, yeah. we're screaming, we're all pumped up. And yeah, it's a bad luck, ticked. Jerry. I agree. It is a bad I luck. I agree. In other local basketball news, the uh, Nets are out of it. Oh, I, yeah, I, expect, I, I was hoping. City. Remember what I said last week? I was hoping they'd win a game. Yeah. I really was. Well, they were not beating the Sixers. They had no chance to beat the Sixers. I never thought they would, but I was hoping they'd win a game. And they had a couple of opportunities and just couldn't finish games. But now they are done, Jerry. Done. That season over. So we've eliminated one of the local teams. We yes. started with five. And the Islanders are on their way. We started with five. We've got four. Correct. And now you're telling me the Islanders well, are also on their way They out. lost yesterday. What's I that series now? 3-1. 3-1. And they're going back to Raleigh. Tomorrow. Yes. That doesn't mean they can't come back and win, but that's going to be difficult. Yeah. They have not played great in this series. I even saw the on Friday night, everything. everyone was excited. The, the Islanders scored a bunch of goals yeah. in a very short time. Even yep. Matty Martin got a goal. How about that? What do you that mean was even exciting. Matty Martin got I'm saying he's a defensive guy who punches people. He's not scoring a lot of goals. He's not a goal He's scorer. actually an offensive player, though. Is he? Yes. Doesn't say that on my show sheet, Jerry. <laughs> I thought he was, uh, you know, I don't want to say in hockey terms, a goon. But I, I, I thought that's what he did. He beat not, people up. He does like to fight. Yes. But he is a forward, I believe. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't believe I Matt Martin's a defensive a def- dude. No, I don't believe he's a defenseman. Hmm. Now I got to pull that up. After, all these, pull that up, after all these years, you actually think we would know his actual position. Well, I, I, I always think we're surprised when he scores a goal. Is that where we he's just a winger. He's a falls? He's well, a winger. yeah, but he's. What can I tell you? He's Kip Winger. He's Kip Winger. <laughs> I don't know what the that rocker. means. The rocker. That was the, the, the lead singer for actual winger, the rock band. Kip Winger? Kip Winger. Who now, by the way, is a classical uh, person. He like classical music. I'm probably making a boatload of dough doing that. I hope so. Yeah, good for him. I hope he has a classical version of 17. <laughs> I remember back then we used to sing songs about 16-year-old girls, 17-year-old girls. Well, Ringo Starr. Yeah. You're 16, you're beautiful in your mind? Yeah. I want to recheck that one. Yeah, well, this one, too. How about you're 18, you're beautiful in your mind? How about you're 25, beautiful in your mind? There was a bunch of uh, 16 uh, songs about being 16. 16 Candles. Well, that that's, uh, yeah, I guess that is a song about a 16-year-old. It's weird. Yes. Now, was forget Was 16 it. the illegal age back Who in the knows? day? Was well, that back then, Elvis was well, dating a 14-year-old. Jerry Lee Lewis was marrying a 13-year-old cousin. I mean, it was wild stuff back then. Aren't there places in this country where you can get married legally at 16? I believe so. Those places are called Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guess. I don't know that for a fact. Might want to check that if you plan on marrying a, young, a youngster. <laughs> where can you get married at 16. <laughs> Do you think the Islanders come back and win uh, tomorrow night, Jerry, or no? No, I don't. You don't, so you think no, they're No, I too. don't. Wow, 22 states. 22 states. Including Washington, D.C.? Wow. How about that? And you know what's not on the list? Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky's like, we get such a bad rap from you punks. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, okay, yeah. good for them. Yeah, not Kentucky. Is Tennessee on that list? No. Wow. No. I'll All give you the, the ones that you could have stereotyped. Okay. Arkansas. Oh, that's a good one. Because I think you're going middle of the middle of the country. Yeah. Arkansas. Eh, Connecticut's on this list. Wow. I thought Utah's got to be on there. Utah thought, is on the list. I thought Connecticut was more sophisticated than that. Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana. Sounds about right. North Dakota. Oh, Eddie's Vermont. Oh, okay. There you go. So. Interesting. Yeah, a bunch of 22 states. Now, what do we got tonight, Jerry? We got Devils Rangers. Where's, where are we at in that Front series? Page, by the way, enough wrong. Back page of the post, Sunday morning and Friday morning. Devils Rangers? Yeah. That was awesome. So the Devils win at the Garden. Was they, that it was su- a great game. Did I was actually texting you? Boomer during that Is game. Is that right? Yes, we were. Were, were you back and giving them the business, Jerry? I, I don't give people the business. Oh, okay. No. And, and after the game winner, I didn't text them. Well, it was nice. I, yeah, why that, let that's it go? A I went to bed. Move. Yes, I agree. It was. It really was a great game for a low-scoring one-one. It's funny because the first thing I texted him because I turned. The, I actually watched the pregame coverage, and they're like, "Akira Schmidt is starting in goal tonight." I'm like, "Excuse me, in the playoffs?" And they're like, "Yeah, he's 22 year old. He's played 20 games." And the dude, I'm like, "Wait, time out a second. Who is playing goal for the Devils?" 
and he played great. But I texted Boomer. I'm like, I thought, I really did. I thought that uh, Vanacek would have some issues compared to Shesterkin. I thought that was the advantage for the Rangers. I told him that before the series began. But never did I expect Akira Schmid to be a starting goalie. And then to come out with a win in the garden. And to play great. On top of that, it was it was a it was a great game. Now, will the Ranger fans also climb poles and go out on the street? <laughs> I do, I don't know. I know hockey fans do do that. Remember, I like uh, like Vancouver and things like that. When their their teams win, they ride in the streets. Man. If they win tonight, I don't know that they're going to be climbing poles. I don't know that they're not going to be climbing poles. This is why it's better to live in a loser city. Because when your teams win, they people take to the streets and break things. I don't understand. And we've pretty much been in Loserville for the last. Decade. We have. Yeah. We've we've really won nothing around here. That's true. Other than uh, the Giants football, yeah. Right, the Giants are the last time they won. And when you come out of MetLife Stadium, there's, there's no uh, poles. I mean, you could fly. climb a pole, but no one cares. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think they were standing on cars too yeah. on Seventh Avenue because yeah, it looked like, like they were a bunch of ringleaders trying yeah. to get the chance going. Let's get those all arrested next. Well, time. I don't know that you're going to arrest them for that. We're stepping on cars, uh, standing on them, standing yeah. on them. Yeah, they weren't doing any damage. I think they arrest. were just standing on them. Thrown in the slammer for good. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to do that. I'm not so sure. Hmm. So uh, here's our sports night for tonight, Jerry. Yankees. Yeah, it's light. And twins. Right. Uh, the Yankees going up against Sonny Gray, Jerry. Yeah, okay. Uh, Johnny Brito on the mound for okay. the Yankees. That's, you mean Johnny? Uh, that's in uh, Minnesota. It is. They just went 5-5 five and five on their uh, homestand to the Yankees. Uh, they did? <laughs> yes, they did. Take your word for it. And Devils <laughs> Rangers. And then that's it. It's a, it's it's quiet. It's a quiet night. Tomorrow, quieter. tomorrow the Mets get back in action. Yes. Islanders, Hurricanes. Right. Then Wednesday, Knicks. Correct. So that's a laid out sports week right it's there. It's a very you. good week. And then the NFL draft is Thursday. This Thursday? <laughs> yes. The NFL wow. draft this is, is what Thursday. I'm talking about, Jerry. When I it's told you there was busy, too much man. sports. It's a very busy time right now. Wow. It's actually a lot of fun. Like anyway, and then you also had, you know, just with the basketball, you had the whole. Le- These guys are funny to me. So Dylan Brooks is the guy that called LeBron old, an old man, and he was the guy that basically had no respect for him until you score forty. Blah blah. So what? What do the Lakers do? They come out and they kick their ass and whatever. So they're up. They're up two one. But in the game, he punches LeBron in the in the sack. Yeah, the essentially. NBA's really big on sack punches. It looked. Listen, it did look to me like he was going to to try and poke the ball okay. away. Unfortunately, a couple of other balls got in the way. I was stunned that Harden the other night with the net game got ejected, and then this guy gets ejected. And then after the game, he's like, well, you know, the fans and the media made me a villain. No, no, you made yourself a villain, you jackass. (laughs) Right. There was no reason to say what you said. So if you want to have inflammatory headlines, now you have to deal with the ramifications of that. Actually, I thought that's what he was going for in calling out LeBron. I thought so, too. And now all of a sudden, why? Because you got ejected and everybody's booing you every time you touch the ball? Yeah, this is what happens, dummy. You dope. And now the Lakers are up two games to one on that series. I think they play tonight, I think. I'm pretty sure. So, pretty wild uh, in the NBA. And you had that, and you had Steph Curry calling a timeout when they didn't have a timeout last night, which is like, you'd think for a veteran like that, he wouldn't make that mistake. But been a good start to the NBA playoffs. I'm seeing the slow motion of the shot to LeBron's family jewels. Mm Mm-hmm. It's weird when you see it in super slow motion because it looks like he's going for the jewels. But when you I can watch see what it in regular, yeah, regular, he's going to poke the ball. Yeah, he's away. trying to poke the ball. You just that's a spot, tough spot to do it. And then you got Embiid kicking Nick Claxton in the groin, not being ejected. Very yeah, strange. That's what I mean. There's a lot of groin shots going on in the NBA in the playoffs. Think they wear cups? I don't think they do. I don't think so either. I would find that hard to believe. Yeah, but then again, who knows? If they did, they wouldn't be falling down with. Uh, Testicle shots. <laughs> well, actually, you could. doesn't hurt, hurt as much, but it could still get yeah. you a little bit. Okay. All right, quick break. 518. We are just getting started. So much to get to. Not a lot of time to do it. In and then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Twenty-five. Nice to have you with us on this Monday morning. And by the way, final week of April. Did you yes. know this? I, I'm aware of this. Yep. May first, next Monday. Good. Holy crap! Let's go. I got to get. Uh, we got to get to the, uh, the summer kickoff party. 
Boomer and Geo style. About a month away from that. Yeah, yeah we're about a month away from that. Not yeah, so bad. I know. I heard some people complaining over the weekend about the the weather situation. Like, it was still cold. I thought it was. I said, listen, it we, was not. It's April. It was right, not terrible this weekend. Right. And I said, you know, we do that uh, kick off the summer show the Friday Ugh. of late uh, Memorial Day weekend. I go. It's always freezing. That was brutal. Like, we had the one. We had that one good year though at Headliner where it was picture perfect with the weather. Other yeah. than that, we've had a lot of miserable Memorial Day weekends. We have. It gets uh, foggy. Yeah. It's still cold. We're still in that area where it could yes. be cold. I do agree though. I thought this weekend for April was good. It was. You know what? Saturday we got through Saturday. Either you know Saturday night stunk and yesterday morning, but then it turned out to be a beautiful day. Yes. Very be- quite beautiful, Jerry. Quite beautiful. By the way, I know the Mets lost their last two games, uh, Saturday here and Sunday, but f- uh, finished their West Coast trip seven and three. You just signed up for that, yes. Right? Every every time, every time, unless you're the Tampa Rays who don't lose, yeah, you would not lose. You would always sign up for winning seven out of ten. Yeah, I saw Michael Conforto dropped a fly ball yesterday for the Giants. Well, these things happen. Is that the prettiest ballpark? Would you say? I love that place. Me too. I it's. For me, and I know Dodger Stadium's old, but Dodgers, for me, it's like someone from California coming and seeing Yankee Stadium for the first time. That was the most in awe I've ever been walking into a stadium in my adult life. That said, going to whatever the hell it's called now, Pac Bell back in the day, whatever that stadium's called now, I love that place. It is so, it looks so great on television. Amazing. With the water, with the bridge. You you see, that's the Golden Gate Bridge, I imagine, Jerry. Well, the Bay Bridge. The Bay Bridge. Well, I mean, well, is it the Golden Gate that they show? It's the Golden Gate, I guess, yes. Which Eddie knows. But out beyond the outfield, yeah. what you see, that's the Bay Bridge. That is Bay the Bridge. Bay Bridge, yeah, yeah. Leading San Francisco to Oakland. Yeah. Right, they have to take a separate shot of the right. Golden Gate. So it's so beautiful. Way. It's amazing. Now, I know the dimensions are uh, can't be that crazy, but right field looks like Fun. it's a, the size of a football I, field. I know. Isn't it funny how how different parks feel different? Yeah, and I know it. I know some of it like uh, has to do with where the cameras are perched. Sure, because I know when the Mets used to play in Washington, it always looked weird. Washington looks enormous. Yeah, because I of agree. where they put the cameras. Yep, I agree. But yeah, I saw Michael Conforto drop the a fly ball as he was heading towards the line. That cost them a couple of runs. Yeah, well, these things happen. They won the game. The, what's interesting about last night was I put it on. I didn't realize it started earlier than it did. When I got to it, Ross Stripling was coming out in the fourth inning with the Mets had the bases loaded. He just struck out Francisco Alvarez. And as they're going to break, and I know the Warriors were playing or at least played at some point yesterday. I understand that. But it's it's amazing how difficult when I went there. I guess it was five years ago, maybe six. I don't remember. Like, it was tough getting a ticket. That was affordable because they were sold out. Secondary market wasn't nuts, but it wasn't cheap. And I remember to sit all the way down the third baseline, we paid like $90 a ticket, and the seats weren't good. It was lower level, but it was all the way in the corner. It was terrible. They showed the overhead shot of that park last night. It was half empty in the fourth inning. There was no one there. Again, the Warriors played. I get it. So you got a lot going on, and the and the Giants aren't very good either. They're very they're below average this year, as they below say. Below average, but weird to see that place like that. Yeah, because you don't really see it often. I also love that uh, Carl Yastrzemski's uh, grandson, Mike. He's good. He is good. Yeah, that's had to cool. go ahead RBI I, double last night. I love baseball lineage. We know that, you and, know, and and based nineteen eighties team. Yes, yeah, but you don't get a lot of it. I, I'm trying to think of like another guy like that. I don't have one. You don't have one like that? I can't think of a guy. Ken Griffey Jr. No, I mean currently kind of, oh, currently, currently playing. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. All right. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Kayvon Biggio. Yeah. That's a pretty good one, too, yeah, that's right? that's a good one, yeah. So, I mean, See, those are two. good ones, yeah. There's but actually like, a lot right now. That Vlad Guerrero Jr., I don't know why he hates the Yankees. I, I don't no, recall. No, I don't think that he hates the Yankees. He, I think Susan was talking about this the other day, and they had a clip from him where he was talking about how special it is having grown up in the world of Major League Baseball, going and playing at Yankee Stadium. And he just, he enjoys, he enjoys it and loves hitting there. But something happened because he said he would n- never go play for the Yankees. Oh, is this true? Yeah. Okay. And they're, they're, I don't know what the specifics are. I've tried looking into this. I don't know. But he hates, does would never play for the Yankees, and it's, quote, personal. So I don't know what happened with him and the Yankees. Interesting. I'm sure I could Google it and get a little deeper. Yeah. But, boy, he smacked the ball out of the park yesterday. That was like a Fernando Tatis Jr.? That's a good one, too. I'm trying to come up with names because you got it in my head now. 
Carl Yastrzemski was just such a sure. legendary player. I don't know if these other guys are legendary players. Like, well, Vlad Guerrero was. I suppose. You suppose? Yeah, I'll give you that one. Biggio, didn't he do roids? Craig Biggio's in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? I thought he was one of those roided up, jacked up Astros. Uh, I Maybe. So was Barry Bonds. Truth bombs. I mean, truth you know, bombs. Jerry. Come on now. I did like that too about uh, in watching the Mets Giants out in the outfield. They do have something with Barry Bonds on the wall, so they're not like they're like poo pooing him because he roided. No, they up. love him out they there. They like him, right? Oh, they love him out there. That's you have to. Yeah, that one hundred percent. How about this? Do you realize Jordan Hershiser is in the Dodgers organization? Did not know that. I'd How love about to that? see him up there. Let's get him up there. He might be. Here, I'll give you some names real quick. You tell me if these are legendary names for you. Okay. Doesn't mean they're in the majors, but it means they've at least been drafted. Okay. Or at least played professional baseball. Yeah. So you got Jordan Hershiser drafted, drafted last year, it says, or two years ago, whatever. They got Scott Van Slyke. I like it. Now, it looks like he didn't have much of a career. It's hard to see. Um, oh, there's a good one. Dante Bichette Jr. That's a good one, yeah. That's a, that's a good one. How about, eh, you'd say no to that one. Uh, would you? What would you say about Delino DeShields Jr.? No. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Not really. What would you say about Ben Ogilvie Jr., Jerry? <laughs> Gorman Thomas Jr. <laughs> Robin Yount Jr. You are a one-trick pony. <laughs> Kenta Colby Jr. His kids and stuff. By the way, there was a submarine pitcher in the Met game. Yes. And the Yankee game. I know, Each you of their opponents that. had you submariners. You love that. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> You're funny, man. The submariners, Jerry. Uh, uh, and then the Gi- uh, the Yankees, they lost uh, yesterday 5-1. Lost two out of three to the Blue Jays this weekend. Their first series loss. Yeah. And Anthony Volpe had an error. And a uh, bad one. Well, I think a bad one. It, it led to, that's not the right way to say it. It was part of the inning where they hit the back-to-back home runs. So they had an out in the in the sixth. He then just misplayed a ground ball. I mean, there's nothing else to say. It's to his left. He just misplayed it. They get the force, and then you get with two outs, back to back home runs. That sucks. And he struck out three times. Yeah, and he had sort of a curtain call Saturday. I know. And then Sunday, there, like you can't even enjoy. Well, it. you can enjoy it for the day. You enjoy it for the day. That right? is it. But in the same. Respect, you make an error, now you can make up for it the next day. Yeah, you don't for have sure. To, you don't have to sit with your errors, no. Jerry. come back and play hard tonight and win. But you can enjoy your victories. You can enjoy them for 20 hours. For 20 hours. That's about it. In baseball, yeah. that's why it's great when you win a game and then you have an off day. Yes. You oh, get man. 48 hours to actually enjoy it. Now, early on in that uh, Yankee-Jays uh, game yesterday, it was a lot of strikeouts. A lot of strikeouts. Well, it's baseball, Susan. Now... You t- do you like or don't like after every strikeout? Oh, I don't mind that. I like that at the stadium. I kind of feel like that would get annoying. No, it's fun. I think not at all. I think if you're on the Yankees, it could get annoying. Or you take it as, wow, I'm hearing that a lot. It means I'm striking I think out. It's, a no, lot I of actually dudes. do like it. I that has I that does not bother me at they all. They don't play it for the. Yan- <laughs> they don't play it if the Yankees strike out, right? Oh, no kidding. Well, why would they do that? Not when the Yankees strike out. Is that the PC Richard? Well, yeah. Yes. Did you not realize that was not part of a sponsorship thing? No, I knew it was. Yeah. I knew it was. That is PC Richard and Son. They got their own whistle. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Right? Yes. Like, what business has their own whistle? Well, I mean, businesses have their own slogans and phrases. Yeah, it's a and- whistle. Yeah, I, I, the Allstate has the guy who gets himself mangled in every commercial. That's true. Progressive has flow, mm-hmm. and PC Richard and Sons has the whistle. whistle. They don't have to pay the whistle. That's what I mean. You got to pay flow. You got to pay <laughs> that the guy who uh, crashes. You probably all have the time. to trademark or copyright that whistle, oh, so no one sure. uses the whistle. Wonder what that costs. What do you think the Yankees are charging bucks. them? Oh, for to advertise? For yeah, I don't know. Do you think they're charged per whistle? Or I think that's. Yes. You do? I think, yeah. I think you probably, you know how they do home runs for heroes and yeah, things yeah. like that where they donate 10 bucks yes. for your home run? I would imagine in their in their deal, like, we have a good strikeout year, this is what you're paying. We have right. A, or, or I suppose it's kind of like snow plowers. Mm-hmm. We're going to charge you. If there's no snow, you're out the money. If right. it snows every week, we're out a lot of time. Yeah. I guess it could be like that. You don't think there's a guy in accounting who's like, calls up PC Richards and is like, we had a lot of whistles. This, <laughs> you guys are going to owe us a couple more bucks. We had a lot of whistles this month. I think in this day and age of baseball, you should expect 10 strikeouts every game. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you. I think it's like the snowplow. 
PC Probably. Richard is paying, and if there's a season where there's a ton of strikeouts, they win. <laughs> <laughs> and if there's a season where there's not a lot of strikeouts, mm, they just get two year. for free here. That is true. Right. And you did it once. And we're talking about them. Twice. As well. The power of advertising yeah. right there. And marketing. And it's in all the highlight packages. Yeah. Like, it just blasts. Because you hear it. Yes. No doubt. All right. That's great. Oh, man. If I'm the man or woman who sold that, I'm just sitting pretty at the, you know, in my office at Yankee Stadium. It's a great idea. Every sales meeting where they're like, guys, we're not selling as much. I just be like, <laughs> me over here. I sold that whistle. Right. And you would live on that whistle oh, for the entire season. I did that. Hey, Al, what have you done lately? Yeah. Uh, the whistle. Have you not heard? <laughs> I did that when I sold Buccaneers Radio Network, Jerry. I walked in with a big fat check from Cox Lumber, and I just rode it out the rest of the time. If I had PC Richards' whistle. So you rode Cox all season long. All season long, Jerry. If I had the PC Richards' whistle, you would never see me on another sales call. <laughs> You lack motivation, Al. I would just be like, heading over to PC Richards to drop off their merch, their tickets. My ringtone would be the whistle. You'd be walking in on the whistle guy, the idea guy. You send me a text, that whistle comes up. (laughs) That is funny. Let's no one forget. It's brilliant marketing, though. Great. Very smart on their part. And you know they're trying to get something like that for every advertiser. You'd have to ask Garrett Cole if it's annoying because yeah. he strikes out a boatload of guys. I bet they don't even hear it, like the, the guys that are really in the zone. But you know every advertiser is like, you know, you guys gave PC Richards that whistle. We need something like that. I got to tell you, you just gave me an idea to go shop autos onto them. What do you mean? They're in the zone. <laughs> in the zone. At auto the, zone. How about this? At the end of every one, two, three inning. Yeah. Some sort of auto zone sound effect <laughs> as they're walking off the mound. Garrett Cole in the zone. In the zone. Auto zone. Auto zone. You know what? We could be advertisers. All right. Let's go over there, Jerry. Let's Call there. Danny. We want to be in advertising. <laughs> I tried that. It sucks. No, no. So did I. Oh, I'm well aware. You tried radio advertising? For like one month. Oh, When I was, was 19. So 19 or 20. What a joke. Oh, my God. I used to see all the salespeople show up, and they'd be in Mercedes-Benz and everything. I'd be like, I got to get work over. I was making $19,000 a year. The problem is you settle on Cox, and you were done. <laughs> and I was done because it was more than I ever made working behind the scenes. Like, why should I go out and uh, sell more? I mean, you are constantly going on calls, and you do all this work, and it doesn't pay off. And you're like, you got to be kidding you me. You have to be good with failure. Oh, my God. It's now, rough. That's a rough life. It's a very difficult life. That's why if you're good at it. We applaud you. Yes. Good uh, for you. Quick break, 538. We've uh, we got 20 minutes. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo on the fan. Guys, right, the boys will be here in about 15 minutes or so. It's Alan Jerry in until Boomer and Geo enter the studio. A big Monday program. A couple of cool things from baseball over the weekend, Jerry. Did you see the Chicago Cubs had a perfect game going? That was on a Friday, I believe. And uh, the Cubs catcher and the pitcher uh, sort of ran into each other on a uh, slow dribbler. A dribbler. Which broke up the double, uh, broke up the perfect game. And the no-hitter? And the no-hitter, yeah. Jerry. And he, in fact, they, they, they almost collided and the catcher ended up jumping what appeared to be jumping on the back of the pitcher. It was a very bizarre play. Uh, Yan Gomes was the uh, catcher. Who, who's that? Yam Gomes. Yan as, Gomes. As in the potato? Yan with, yep. an, with an N at the end. Yeah. Yan Gomes. Yan Gomes. Mm-hmm. That's what God. I said, Jerry. I'm surprised Yan you didn't Gomes. say Yan Gomez. Gomez. <laughs> Yam Gomez, Jerry. Jan Gomes. Now, here's what I liked about it. <laughs> Drew Smiley, by the way, was the pitcher who was throwing the perfect. Are you sure of that? Yep. <laughs> I definitely heard that name before. You should have heard of Jan Gomes. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't heard of him. But I like him now because after the game, the guy had a sense of humor. They had an actual sense of humor about ruining a perfect game. What inning? Did, I didn't see this Friday. I was not around. What inning did mm-hmm. this happen in? I don't know. I think it was like the sixth inning. Like It was a, wow. it was a pretty decent. Uh, it's a good run. But this wasn't run. the eighth or ninth inning. It was not the eighth or ninth okay. inning. But you would think that the catcher who really screwed up and ended up on the back of his pitcher, literally, literally, yes. That, but he uh, he put on a Chicago Cubs football helmet, Jerry, right, to face the media because he knew he was going to be attacked. 
but he has such a nice sense of humor about it. I was so happy that that neither he nor this smiley fellow were so angry that the perfect game got broken up that it was like a morbid scene. You know, and what that I mean? was their only hit of the game, too. Is that right? Yep. And it was a worthy hit. I mean, he hit a dribbler down the line in between two players. By the That's way, exactly what happened. Now let's yeah. let's correct this now because right. now you have something. Okay. When you said sixth inning to yeah. me, eh. This was the eighth inning. Oh, is that right? This was not the sixth inning. Eighth inning. This was the eighth inning. So that's actually, that's a bigger deal. I actually had this game on. I was in a, uh, like a... A coma? (laughs) (laughs) No, I was (laughs) was in like some restaurant. And I was facing the Cubs. It was a blowout game. The Cubs were blowing out. Again, let's correct this. You didn't have it on. Where you were had yeah. on. <laughs> and I remember even sitting down in front of the TV, and it was like, legitimately, Jerry, it was 13 nothing. Cubs were up 13 nothing. Oh, that's so funny. And yeah. then, they, by the way, they took him out after that. No, they got arrested. That was a perfect uh, reason to get him out of the game and rest him. Why? Yeah, and it was 13 nothing. I suppose. Yeah, it was 13 nothing. But I would think, man, I could be wrong about this. I would think I want the complete game shutout. You would think. And yes, I know, Aaron Boone, every complete game, a shutout is a complete game, whatever. Yeah. I would think I'd want that complete game. I would want that too, but that, that we don't we do not do those things anymore. In nah, baseball. we don't value that anymore, I know. Yeah. Maybe he threw a million pitches, who knows. And then there was this fella on the Red Sox yesterday, Jerry. Is his name Yam Gomes too? No, but it's not an easy <laughs> one. I'll give you that. I'll give you the heads up right now. Only 103 pitches for Smiley. Could have finished. He could have finished. Could have finished. By the way, I believe even when when I got to the bar, the sports bar slash place to eat, and it was thirteen nothing yeah. Cubs. I'm pretty sure that the Dodgers had position players out there pitching. Oh, it could be at, at that 13 point. Nothing, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's that's very possible. Dude was just grooving them in too. Anyway, yesterday, Jerry, the Red Sox were playing the Brewers. Oh, the guy that hit two home runs in the same inning. Yeah, yeah. Masataka Yoshida. You get that name it. right, but you don't get Yon Gomes right. <laughs> I'm much better with Japanese names. Yes. Hit two home runs in one inning. One of them a grand slam. Yeah. That is a awesome. heck of an inning. That's, That's a great a hell game. Of an inning. Let alone an inning. Although I would say this. Who the hell was pitching for the Brewers? Jerry? <laughs> you know, two home runs to the same dude in one inning? I don't know, but I will tell it's you. probably different pitches. When you look at baseball right now. Yeah. So this is what's always funny. You've got the AL Central. We always mock it because they never go very far. The Twins are in first place with a record of 12 and 10. The Red Sox are 12 and 11. Seven and a half games out in last place in the AL East. Yeah. It's really, it's, and even in the West, you got the Diamondbacks are in first place at 12 and 11. And I think the Pirates are in first place. The Pirates have won seven straight games, which is unbelievable. And the Pirates have a nice story too, Jerry. They called up a fellow named Drew Maggi, I hope. I, I don't know who. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. That's not Jan Gomes. Not not Jan Gomes. Uh, Drew Maggi, Jerry. He's been in the minor leagues for 13. Oh, is this the 33-year-old rookie? Yeah, 13 seasons. And he was sucking it all in. Yeah. He said he got to the hotel early. He was looking out the window because the hotel room mm-hmm. he had, you could see the stadium. Yeah, PNC Park. There's a few hotels right yeah, around there. Yeah, he was just like sucking it all in. He was going to live, Jerry. And they were calling it his Moonlight Graham moment. Oh, he's Moonlight Graham just to hug the base, Jerry. If you build it, he will come. To stare down a pitcher and give him a wink. Go the distance. <laughs> <laughs> How's this guy still in the minor leagues at 33? Was he giving up on his dream? You get paid to be in the minor leagues? I hope so. No, unfortunately, they don't. That's the big problem. They so don't how's make... this guy making a living? Come on, Al. Yes, they get paid. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Not <laughs> much. And there was, Not that, was mu- a, that was a problem. Triple A, no. Well, they got the new CBA in the yes. minor leagues. They're making a little, and it's still not a lot. I think Triple A, they do okay. Well, they're making more than our part-timers now, though. No, Triple A, I think Triple A, <laughs> they do the... The single-A, rookie ball, double-A not great. I think triple-A is not that bad. Now I'm going to check that out, too. Triple-A baseball salaries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But so that's a guy him. who did not want to give up. Yeah. And good. that's great. I love it, Jerry. Oh, you know what? They don't make as much. Not great. Don't make as much as you thought. You thought they were living high on the hog, didn't you? So, let's see. No, not great. 30 grand. I thought they moved. I thought they were in the sixty to 70,000 range. They make less than I thought. How about this? I don't. How do you live like that? I guess they get. I guess they get, yeah, they get fed and, and housed for free. Oh well, yeah, but like if you want to play in low A ball, your starting salary is eleven thousand dollars for the season. That's what Eddie made when he started at FAN <laughs> a couple of years ago. Listen, 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 Eddie, you think that he's still making that every year? By the way, the other cool thing, uh, quickly, I know we got a break. Uh, the Tampa Rays 
Yeah, they don't lose. They're 19 and 3. They've now homered in every game. You know what their record is at home? No. They've played 13 games at home. Any idea? 12 and 1. 13 and 0. Nice. They have not lost at not home. Not only that, so I, I checked because uh, I saw the story yesterday that they had homered in 21 straight games. So I was like, okay, this morning when I came in, I go, let me see if they homered. They did. And. The announcer said they've homered in the first or second inning of every game. So they get it over with quickly. Get it over with early. Yeah. Pretty good. They're pretty good. I, they're I don't pretty, know how they're really. doing it, but they're doing it. 19-3 and three on the season right now with a big, fat four-and-a-half game lead on the Orioles. And I think yesterday the home run came from the crime dog, Fred McGriff. Let's go to the break. Shut up. Oh, my God. Here's Amy Lawrence, Odyssey Sports Minute, NBA. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. I right, got a couple more minutes. Boomer and Geo standing by for a very busy Monday. See this dude, Jerry, on uh, the Hawks? Yan uh, Gomes? No, not Yan Gomes. This, uh, <laughs> good luck me trying to pronounce this fella's name. DeJounte Murray? DeJounte. Did I nail that? DeJounte? Mm-hmm. You sure about that, Jerry? A lot more sure than you were of Yam Gomes. I th- it looked like he headbutted the referee <laughs> when he was walking off uh, the court. They said he made contact with the ref. Yeah. He's going to be thrown right out of that league, Jerry. Well, he might be suspended, that's for sure. I hope so. Can't be touching the referees. Although the referee didn't look like he got headbutted, because if he got headbutted, I watch wrestling, Jerry, you get headbutted, you go right down. And this guy did not go down. And in wrestling, they're not even really headbutting you. No, unless Andre the Giant headbutt you. That, you're not coming back from no. a very large head. Yeah, where's he from? Well, he's seven foot four, <laughs> 525 pounds from Grenoble, France. Right. Thus, he had a very large uh, head, Jerry. And if you... Headbutt... I got. <laughs> if you took any of that from Andre the Giant, you were going down. No, this ref, and this ref, by the way, I liked it. He gave him a stare back, uh, stared him back well, down. You? Like, bring it, wouldn't you? We want if G right him. now stood up and gave you a headbutt. You're not going to stare him back. Uh, if I didn't get knocked out, or from you're it. just going to crawl up in the fetal position <laughs> in the corner. Well, if I'm a referee, I don't want to get beat up by an NBA player. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.